0: You like it? Hey, 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 what is going on? Welcome to another episode of Not Rocket Science Podcast, episode 27. I'm guessing at this point, I'm going to say 27. I think it's 27. Anyway, how the heck are you guys doing on this frigid October day here in New York City? It is cold As bowels outside, yep, the temperature transition has happened, and the weather officially sucks here now in New York, at least to me. Some people love this fall stuff. I, uh, I'm not into it. It's not even so much that fall weather is bad inherently, it's just a very obvious precursor to what's to come, which is just pure shit. Pure shit weather. Um, So we got that to look forward to. But uh, right now, we have this fall stuff that is terribly mediocre temperature-wise. And uh, a little windy, a little frigid. I'm wearing jackets. Not a happy camper. But anyway, it's a cost of living here. I feel like I bitch about this stuff every podcast. So I'm going to just shut my mouth. Um, How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing well. I apologize for the either fire truck or police car siren in the background or maybe ambulance whatever it's new york new york shit happens one thing is when you come here as a tourist you're guaranteed you're guaranteed to hear some sort of alarm in the streets like at least 3 times a day and that's being generous depending where you are um in brooklyn i'd say maybe it's like 3 times a day if you're in a touristy area in midtown Somewhere like Times Square, Rockefeller Center area. I'd bump that up to a generous six. Um, yeah, it happens all the time. It's everywhere. Stuff's going on. There's 8 million people in this landmass, so whatever. Um, I feel like I haven't done one of these in a little bit. I don't know why. I did one last Thursday, I guess. So, yeah, it's been a little over a week now. It is Sunday. Sunday, October 24th first jesus halloween's only 10 days away only 10 days away that is insanity i feel like we're just getting the last uh gasp of summer and halloween is officially 10 days away i love halloween but i'm trying so i think i mentioned on the last podcast that i joined a gym and i'm actually going to it i mean for a week but still I'm surprised by myself. I'm actually actually going to it right after I record this thing. How about that? Getting my health on. Getting my health on. I'm eating quinoa and vegetables and meat and nothing really else. Although I had some bread last night. That was bad. But I went to a restaurant. It was Turkish bread. And they put it out there with the fucking olive oil. It was delicious. But all in all, I'm eating pretty damn well, all things considered. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sustain it through like Thanksgiving, but I'm trying to make a lifestyle change. See, that's the thing with diets. I mean, I'm not telling anyone anything they don't already know, but like diets don't work. And I've tried dieting in the past and it just does not work. It doesn't work because you're trying to not adjust a lifestyle. You're trying to, for a select period of time switch everything up and it's not long lasting so what i'm trying to do is say screw diets you know halloween i'm gonna eat my damn reese's thanksgiving i'm eating my damn pecan pie i don't give a shit but but day to day i'm trying to eat healthy healthy at least five days a week that's my goal you know if i on weekends if i have a little something here or there so be it i'm trying to drink one and four drinks a week realistic I'm trying to be realistic with myself here Um, I don't really drink that much but if I don't drink that much multiple days it still accumulates to about four drinks right like if I have one drink or two drinks a session if it's two drinks that's two days a week I can drink you know what I mean it's three days if I have one drink two drinks one drink Um, it's four days if I have one drink every day I think I only had one drink period this week, so that's pretty good. And I, it was like three sips, because I didn't even drink the whole thing. Because it was a glass of wine, and it was a pretty crappy one. Lair Cake is not good wine. The packaging's nice, the branding's nice, but that shit is way too acidic. Um. Anyway, that's me. How about you? No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to get my health on. Trying to go to the gym. I feel better. I do feel better just going this week i've gone i think i think i've worked out four times this week about to be a fifth after this and it definitely affects you you definitely feel a little bit you got a little more pep in your step so far you also feel worn out and physically exhausted more at least i do because my skinny fat ass is not in shape at the moment but i'm hoping that will change and the soreness isn't that bad it's not like I can't get out of bed. I've had those days. My first day at jujitsu, Jesus Christ, like this is years ago. Maybe like five years ago. It was the first time I ever tried jujitsu. And you can like take a free class with the full class, basically. Not like a private one-on-one or anything. And uh I did it and it was going fine, it was going fine. I was obviously stiff compared to most of the students, whatever. As expected but they were doing drills and one of the drills they were doing were these tripping drills where basically you grab someone's shoulder and elbow on the opposite side and then lean in and kick out uh the back of their knee and push them down basically it's just like a trip and uh i was grouped with this guy who was like i don't know i'm six foot two and this guy towered over me he was probably around like six five ish maybe around six five but I'm also kind of like a lanky dude this guy was a thick thick 'em thick 'em thick thick oatmeal raisin cookie thick milk bar snickers crunch thick king size thick he had to be. At least 250, I'd say. So yeah, I'm dealing with dudes probably like 6'5, 250, as my partner, and uh, I was taking him down okay. I mean, he was obviously kind of going with it, but it was a it was a trip that's momentum based. So like, I could trip him fine just because the technique is based on momentum. But the problem was, we drill these things, and we I literally like tripped him like 30 times in a row, and I was pretty tired when I was done. And then it was his turn to trip me, and he was one of these guys where it's like they don't know their own strength, and they don't know what it is to, like, dial things back. This guy was asking questions the whole class to the to the teacher. He was, you know, one of these guys that just gives 100%, 100%, 100%. So he knew it was my first day, and he was trying to be, like, nice about it, but when you're 65 250 and it's ingrained in you to always go 100 percent, it's hard to dial back even if you're trying to dial back and he put me on my ass so hard <laughs> over and over again i was like i was like i don't think i could do this class if we have to do this every week i don't think i could do it and then I did the rest of the class. I was okay, but I knew I was going to be sore the next day. The next day, I could not get out of bed. I literally could not get out of bed. I fell off my bed and tried to control my fall, and like hobbled up, grabbing um, the door frame, just like hobbled to my feet. That's how I had to get out of bed the next day. I could barely walk. It was even worse the next day cuz like when it comes to muscle soreness it's always the second day that's the worst. So I, I don't even think I got out of bed much the second day. <laughs> like it was a mess and I was like, oh, can't go to this class." So uh, point being going to the gym now, I'm not feeling anything quite like that. So it's sustainable so far, which is nice. Um anyway, yeah, so there's a big week. It's gone by big things coming up on the horizon um lots to talk about sort of what's funny is I've kind of created this fake segment about like giving Elon Musk updates that wasn't even real it just so happened he was in the friggin' news every week for a good month or two and I don't think I've talked about him in a couple episodes now but now he's back in the news just like that and the reasons why just get more and more ridiculous, and they're funnier and funnier and funnier, and they honestly make me a bigger fan of Elon Musk. Like, I don't like just talking shit on Twitter, period. I think it's a huge waste of time personally, but when you're Elon Musk and you're doing it, things are a little bit different, you know? A little different. Because for so long, he was kind of just looked at as the god of the tech community, basically. Um, And kind of like Jeff Bezos at the moment It's like everybody in product and Who, you know, secretly wanted to be the next Steve Jobs But wouldn't admit it in public because it sounds corny They all just, you know, admired the shit out of Elon Musk Because of what he did, you know He's founding all these companies and everything It's super impressive, obviously But the point being... I think when the real Elon Musk came out and as I've mentioned in the past where he just hit this breaking point where he stopped giving a shit about being corporate, it's just so funny how I think the industry turns on him just because he's being genuine. He's being a real dude. Like I like him way more for this shit. Um, And honestly, if I was an investor, I would put in more money. This whole like fit to lead thing based on being PC is so funny. Fucking absurd! I do not understand it. I will never understand it because it's like kind of like what v- Gary Vaynerchuk talks about when he comes to when it comes to technology. Like technology isn't creating anything inherently evil. I I disagree with that, but he's saying it exposes people more. You know, it's just making people more transparent based on their actions when they're alone. Um. I do think there's some hook logic stuff about the internet that's inherently negative that wasn't there before. And maybe those people just had, who are being affected by certain hook logics, just have that tendency ingrained in their DNA. Therefore, it makes Gary Vaynerchuk correct, you know, when it comes to addiction and things like that. But the fact that it cashes in on that makes it a little more dangerous and not this innocent thing. Gary vee's very binary with it where he's like, there's nothing bad. It just exposes you. I think that's true. But due to some of the negative logic being put into the interfaces, into the customer journeys in certain types of sites, you know, gambling, uh, porn, obviously, anything that has can be addictive, buying e-commerce amazon anything that you can be an addict of in real life um drugs aside because you can't really buy i mean dark web sure but you can't just go on amazon and buy drugs but other than that pretty much anything that's legal online it's a lot easier to get sucked in and that's by design that's just not inherently because it's a digital platform so that's a little bit where I disagree with that. Um, but the point being is that you get to see the real Elon Musk, and 100 years ago you'd see the real Andrew Carnegie or the real John D. Rockefeller. And John D. Rockefeller was an evil motherfucker. Not really his fault. He had a terrible childhood and a terrible father, but evil dude. Um. So there's nothing really new here. There's nothing new. And Elon Musk, in the grand scheme of like tech... And conglomerate company CEOs is not that bad of a dude. So why he's getting all this flack just by being real and transparent with who he is at the moment? I don't really understand. I think it's backwards thinking. Derived from people 50, 100 years ago. Kind of like wearing a suit to work every day. You know what I mean? No one does that shit anymore. Why people still do it at law firms? Because law firms are the most corrupted types of businesses when it comes to corporate culture. They're the most PC, the most wishy washy, the most most just dry, boring and innovation adverse, in my opinion. Um but I will say this latest Elon Musk Twitter rant is hysterical. Because he got into a fight with Fortnite, the game of uh, their official Twitter account. It's fucking hilarious. Let me do this recap real quick. So I think last Friday, yeah, last Friday, he made a fake meme of himself and put it on Twitter, or he had somebody make it for him, most likely the case, where it's just a news headline that says Elon Musk buys Fortnite and deletes it, and then he tweets, had to be done, you're welcome. Why he did that, I have no idea. Oh, and then the quote, so like the pull quote that they put on the the headline is uh had to save these kids from internal virginity i mean that's pretty funny for someone that high profile to just say why he did it i have no idea i mean he just said had to be done you're welcome but like i don't get why he did that in the first place i don't know what it's stemming from maybe he's just so sick of Fortnite and how kids get sucked in sucked into it maybe his kids get sucked into it and it frustrates him i have no idea but the point is is it's pretty fucking funny um and then fortnite fired back where they basically it was kind of a weak comeback in my opinion where they just linked an article about spacex um when it's going to build its its first base on uh on mars and uh they were just basically getting on Elon Musk because he said it would take like a decade. So Fortnite was like, a whole decade, Elon Musk? Just build, LOL. And then link the article. That's a pretty lame comeback because building a space center on Mars, like I think if you were to survey most people, they would say at least 10 years anyway. Like I I didn't really understand that comeback because uh, it's not that long of a time. If he said 100 years... Or 50 years. I kind of get it. 10 years. Really not that crazy. Not that. That's actually generous. I would say 20, if anything. So already a weak comeback by Fortnite, but Elon claps back and says <laughs> he tweets them and says reality is hard, <laughs> which was a pretty good burn, I may say. Honestly, whenever I watch interviews of Elon Musk, I would never expect his Twitter clapbacks to be as good as they are. He's not as good in person when it comes to these things, but I guess when he has time to think about it... Obviously, he's a smart fucking dude. Uh, He can come with some really good clapbacks, man. He brings the heat. And after that, I don't think Fortnite responded, but a bunch of Fortnite players started getting on him. And he, he had even better ones for them. Like, one dude was saying, "'Excuse me, Mr. Musk,' But I think it's important for me to state that I actually lost my virginity after playing Fortnite, just saying. And then, and this guy was like a pro Fortnite player. And then Elon Musk responded to him saying, online doesn't count. <laughs> Man, for a mega CEO type, Elon Musk has a really good sense of humor when it comes to these kind of Twitter spats. My whole thing is I don't really understand why this happened in the first place. Maybe he just felt like trolling them. But, hey, man, I'm not going to hate at all on Elon for that because he brought the heat. If he had some lame-ass comebacks and just sounded awkward, I'd probably grill him a little more. But if he can consistently do that, he can rip on whatever the hell he wants for all I care. Um, And I enjoy talking about these types of things rather than his like breakdowns in the Tesla stock crashing and yada blah 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 these are fun so hey man if he wants to rip other things go ahead but uh yeah my uh sex life slash life in general is about to go down the drain because uh Red Dead Redemption's coming now motherfuckers I'm so is anyone else hyped for this Red Dead Redemption 2 game? Oh my god, I am so looking forward to this thing. I've been waiting eight years. Other than Street Fighter Two, Red Dead Redemption, the original one, well, the original sequel of Red Dead Revolver, probably the best game I ever played. Probably the most fun I ever had playing a game. The script of the story, better than most Hollywood movies I've ever watched. The acting outstanding voice acting i should say you know everything about it was just phenomenal so this game looks crazy i don't even play video games much i play ncaa football 14 the year from 2014 on my xbox 360 at my parents house that's the extent of my video gaming right now i'm really not playing any video games but that's about to change I'm on Craigslist Hunting deals for PS4s I'm buying this fucking game And uh Yeah my gym talk that I just had Is gonna be tested You know my frequency Having a girlfriend that lives with me <laughs> I am going to become The biggest waste of life That I've been in 8 years Since the last time I played this thing i don't know something about it because i love history but i love history within a time frame that's not too long ago like i love the late 1800s early 1900s when people were like driving cars or wearing things that people wear now like jeans even though they wore them as like workwear. um just the the modern evolution that's only a few generations away from current that's what i love so the fact that i was playing in a game but the graphics were so good and really accurately captured a time that was right before kind of the modern area we live era that we live in now that's what really attracted to me about the game plus the open world aspect and all that seems amplified in this new one so i am too hyped to throw my life away for a month or whatever to play this game the early unofficial reviews of people who got to play uh, play some version of it for a few hours. Everyone's saying it's incredible. I think it's going to break some video game records realistically. We'll see. But I, I, everyone seems to be it's like the next evolution in gaming when it comes to open world games. So we'll see, man. We'll see if it brings the heat. But I am too pumped. Too pumped about this game being arthur morgan and all that shit i've not had my video game geek kind of bug that's been laying dormant inside me been triggered in a long 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 time and it finally is so i gotta I got to make this thing happen somehow, man. I got to make this thing happen. I'm probably just going to be talking about that game on this podcast when I start playing it cuz uh I'm not going to be looking at many tech articles or anything. That's for damn sure. Um so yeah, something to look forward to or not. But Red Dead Redemption 2 Elon Musk starts talking about that shit, I'm attacking him. I'm going to clap back his ass cuz uh yeah, I'm willing to throw it all away, man. Throw it all away. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've I've teased about this with my girlfriend for a long time now. She knows. She's well aware. <laughs> um anyway, so that's what's going on. And really it's just video game focus right now in the tech world. There's other things coming out, you know, like the new Google Pixel got released. I don't really give a shit about phones anymore. I really don't. I am not a specs guy when it comes to the stuff. I keep in mind certain things because of my job. If uh, the aspect ratios of the screen change, things like that, Uh, if they introduce some new crazy internal feature on Android or iOS, Uh, but that's getting in the weeds, particularly with app design, phone design, stuff like that. Other than that, I don't really care. I don't care if the Pixel got this and the Galaxy got that and the iPhone has neither or whatever. What I'm pissed off about is still my dongles not fucking working with iPhones. That is what pisses me off. I'm going to the gym now. I'm playing my podcast and I'm on the stepper and the thing just cuts out or just plays the next episode, which sometimes is this podcast. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Um, So, yeah, that's what I care about. Google Pixel, whatever. Um, another thing that I care about though more is I don't know about you guys, but do you guys ever watch these financial service platforms with their clickbait videos? Like, kind of like Motley Fool, where it's this is the one stock that you can still get into to become a millionaire, and then you click it, and then it's some shitty, some shitty 2008 style web page with a video embedded in the middle of it with no, uh, no, uh, ability to scrub or anything. It's just a bright video and you click it and they are like, welcome. I am blah, 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 head of blah, 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 financial services, former head fund manager at blah, 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 bullshit hedge fund. And they go on for half an hour, just talking about Something that's going to make you money without explaining what it is, and then at the end they kind of explain what it is, but they don't give you the name of it, and then you have to subscribe to some bullshit financial service newsletter and get your stupid ebook or whatever for like forty nine dollars a month, or sometimes it's like a thousand dollars a month even. This was big when the, last year during the cryptocurrency wave. Um, there's some big ones. Motley Fool aside, Palm Beach is a big one. The crypto service is Palm Beach Confidential. I've kind of monitored some of these things for the past year now. So if you, if you get the investor bug, whether it's cryptocurrency, whether it's pot stocks, that's a hot-button topic right now, and there's some new extreme things. Like there's projections from these services that uh, – Certain states are going to try to galvanize a movement where states reject federal currency. So like dollars. I got this email on Friday talking about it from one of these things. There's already 13 states trying to figure out a way to make their own state currency that goes against the federal currency. And if you invest in the companies that would be making those state currencies, you can make a ton of money. That's their whole spiel that they give you they don't tell you which ones are anything which companies they tell you the states um but you can probably guess you know new hampshire libertarian city uh california of course i think texas um, you know ones that you would think the usual suspects but uh here's the thing i've really looked into these services i i've dabbled with cryptocurrency a good amount I've been following a couple of them for a long period of time, at least 12 months. And if you are interested in signing up for one of these things to get investment advice, be mindful of how they sell you. Because I just want to, this happened to me this week. I was trying to get sold on this new thing from a company I was already familiar with and how they try to sell you yada 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 and i just want to just get this out there so people if any six or seven of you listening to this thing uh ever get the investment bug and look into online investing in pot stocks or whatever these companies are really good at seo so they'll be one of the top results on google they'll probably click in maybe watch video maybe read one of their newsletter bullshit articles um and before you get sucked in if you do because they are very good at selling you i just want to break down what exactly it is they do and i'm going to use palm beach confidential as a blueprint but these carry over to other things like penny crypto uh motley fool for sure uh most investment platforms so uh investment information platforms i should say so what they'll do is they'll start by explaining the opportunity to you. And they'll give you background on the industry, why it's getting popular, you know, typical stuff. Nothing too heavy. They're not trying to sell you at that point. Then they'll talk about the opportunity. And what they do is they'll use history to sell you on the future. So they'll, they'll like, say something around, along the lines of... In the past, we've picked multiple winners. For example, these three, and they'll, have, they'll like throw out three companies and they'll show you some graphs of their percentage gains. And they'll be like, if you got in at the right time, a mere $5,000 investment at each, you would make $500,000. And then they keep going. And they'll give you another example of the same thing. And then they'll talk about at the bottom themselves, who they are, why they're experts in the industry. Basically, they're proof why you should invest in them. And a lot of them are legit credentialed financial guys. Um, Thing is, is when you follow them for real, there's two things that they don't tell you when they do these sales pitches. One is that the, not all of their picks are winners, and they kind of allude to that, but they never outright say that in their sales pitch articles or emails. Um, they'll make a ton of picks. To be fair to them, if you were to do all of the picks, you would probably make money. Like if they give you 12 picks a year, let's say, you probably would make money if you followed their directions. But you would lose on probably half the picks at least maybe four out of the 12, you're going to lose. And it's up to you to figure out how much money you want to allocate into each investment. And if you allocated more money, if you went heavy on one of the losers and light on one of the winners, you know what I mean? You're coming up at a loss because what they'll do is they'll give you a range to buy into as far as a number, like how much you should invest, but they're loose with it. They'll say at least X amount of money or at most X amount of money but within that range you can you know it's up to you to figure out what you want to invest in so that's the first thing and then the second thing is is when they're saying if you got in at the right time you could make this $500 the odds of you getting in on the right time for 3 of those picks in a row and exiting at the right time which is more important exiting at the right time which they don't tell you as accurately to do um, the odds of you actually getting that five hundred hundred thousand dollars on a fifteen thousand investment for three stocks very unlikely. You got to be an expert in the field and you gotta they're not telling you exactly when to exit. and when they tell you to enter, sometimes they're off. Sometimes they'll be late in which case you don't get that perfect accumulation of percent gain. But the fact that they're picking it and then it becomes a winner to them is good enough to say in their selling pitch, You know, if you got in at the right time, you could have made X amount of money. So that's the other thing to be mindful of. These fake numbers that they're putting in where it's like 15000 to $500,000 is not really real. They're playing Monday morning quarterback in order to sell you on something. And then also the fact is that the way they sell it to you, you you think you're gonna win every time based on what they're saying, and that's not true. You're gonna lose. They've picked bad cryptocurrencies many 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 times. They picked winners. You know, I'm not trying to say that what they're doing is a scam because it's not a scam, but they are making gambles. You know what this is is like an expert gambling service that tells you games to put money on. But they're not rigging the games to your favor. And the other thing that they're doing, I guess that you could say is rigging actually, is for with things like penny stocks or cryptocurrency, they are influencing the market because they have all these subscribers, right? They're going to put their calls in and then they're going to get a flood of people investing in that stock. So they almost are like pump groups. In a way. And pump groups are super dangerous for a ton of reasons because they control when you can get in, when you can get out, essentially, right? You're kind of a slave to them. They're the whale. And uh, you can get burned just riding their waves. If you don't get in, get out at the right time. Or if there's no shares left, or you can't sell, is when you want to sell, right? Because when it comes to pump and dumps, Everything is very quick and very volatile so that's another thing to be mindful of but really what they are you know think of them you know in the most basic sense like somebody picking sports games for you they have their reasons to make these picks but they're not going to be accurate every time they're just not they're going to push aside the ones that are losers and pretend they didn't really happen but they did happen yeah, and there's also, when it comes to these services, there's a lot of Discord groups that give you them on delays for free. And there's also Discord groups that, for a smaller amount of money than what it would be to subscribe, you get the same amount of information. So if you're just playing with the idea of investing, I would really dig into Slack and Discord groups when it comes to these bigger platforms like Palm Beach, Motley Fool, whatever. And maybe start there. Maybe start subscribing to a premium Discord group where you get these buy alerts and sell alerts and going from there. And then if you want more information, join the real thing. Because honestly, the real thing is catered to older people with a nest egg trying to invest. And if you're really in tune with cryptocurrency, if you're really in tune with pot stocks, alternative investment in sectors, basically. uh I feel like they're they're dumbing down the information because they're trying to sell to people who are not investment savvy. They're just trying to sell to people who can follow this thing and make money. But personally, I don't like doing that because then you become a slave to them, in a sense. Your Or your money is, at least... And, hey, maybe you make money, but it's just uncomfortable for me to basically not do any research myself and rely on what they're saying when they, I know for a fact that they do pick losers sometimes. And sometimes they do pick winners. So the timing is rough, and when they sell you these things, just keep in mind it's harder to get the timing down. They give you a rough estimate on these things, but because alternative investments are so volatile, a rough estimate sometimes can mean thousands of dollars so yeah just be mindful about that i feel like i gotta give this public service announcement because i think there's a new wave of investment uh, investing coming out where a lot of people are going to try to get into the pot stock game as more states legalize marijuana as the federal government will eventually legalize medical marijuana and then who knows with the cryptocurrency when it's going to come back how it's going to come back, whether or not the winners become the winners and then you move on to the stage where applications that are big applications that go public start using blockchain technology and and tokens as part of their security system or just part of their inherent product design. I think that's the next wave of this stuff. Um, But we'll see how it shakes out. But I just want to be mindful of don't get honey honeydicked into subscribing to these services without 100% knowing exactly what you're getting into, because they don't sell you exactly 100% on what you're getting into. They sell you on, in hindsight, their achievements, basically. It's a lot like a job resume. Um, you know what I mean? Like in your career, everything you do isn't going to be a winner. You're going to fail sometimes in your career, but are you going to put those failures on your resume? Hell no. Same thing here. So just keep that in mind um i think that's all i got for today we're running at a cool 37 minutes um yes i think i'm gonna call it but uh i hope you guys got some value out of this talk i tried to make this one a little more informal than me just rambling about nonsense um Hit us up on the Twitter or the Instagram, NRS underscore show, if you have any comments, questions. Also, let me know if you're into this Red Dead Redemption too as much as I am. I think most people who would listen to this show would probably be at least mildly into it. Um, That in mind, I will not stop making these shows just because I'm going to get sucked into the 1899 Wild West. So I will keep doing these and I hope you guys have a great week. I got to hit the gym, get my cardio on, get my core on, and I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Thanks.